discover the inherent power of God in you. Whether there are challenges or not, we are still the same. We are constant. God is constant. God does not change. And that is the life that we have received. He says Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. That is the same life we have also received. We are also the same yesterday, today, and forever. What kind of life? We, we, we are the same because we have the same life with Christ. So when you think about God, think about you. Because everything he is, that is why he told Abraham, he said, I am your, your exceeding great reward. God gave himself as a reward to Abraham. And we are the seed of Abraham. Therefore, we have inherited God himself. Listen to Pastor Oti Boateng as Christ is magnified in you. Isn't it not beautiful? Yeah. Praise the Lord. I have so many things to share with you. So many things. Which I believe will really help you. The last time I came here, I did question and answers. If you remember. And I mentioned so many things. Those of you who are around. So many things. I shared on so many things. But today I have a message for you. And it's found in Romans chapter 12. From verse 10. Romans 12. 10. It says, be kindly affectioned one to another with brotherly love. You know, talking to Christians, you know, and he, say, he says to them that be kindly affectioned. Hmm? Be kindly affectioned one to another with brotherly love. Not a certain type of love. Brotherly, the brotherly type. Do you understand what I'm saying? Be kindly affectioned one to another, with brotherly love. Brotherly love. It's important. Without brotherly love, we cannot exist together. It's not going to work. The relationship that exists between us is brotherly love. Brotherly. You see. Uh, it's called the love of God. Being interested in the development of, of someone's life. So if you make contact with, with people who are Christians, and your life is not being developed, then there's a problem. Your life must be developed in a lovely way, in a beautiful way. If you have Christian brothers or Christian sisters who are messing up your life, then it means that they are not really Christians. In honor, preferring one another. When it comes to honor, we must prefer to honor one another. Love one another with brotherly affection. We all belong to the family of God. So we must prefer... I mean, I shouldn't be in the same church with you as I'm walking around. When I see you, I don't mind you. I just pass you by. That's not correct. Some of the ladies have that kind of life. Yes, it's a very terrible thing. Yes, plenty messy on your head. Yeah, it's not supposed to be like that. When we see each other, we must mind each other. If I get an opportunity to do something, the first person I should think about is someone in the house of God, not someone outside somewhere. Yeah, I hope you understand. Yeah. So he said, it's an instruction from the Lord: love one another with brotherly affection. As members of one family, giving precedence. Do you understand precedence? You know you may be in the university and you don't understand precedence. That's why you must have a dictionary in your life. <laughs> giving precedence and showing honor to one another. Hmm? Giving precedence. Let's we are, we are going to a car together. I should be able to open the car door for you very easily. Yes, as a Christian, as a child of God. If you are all in the same building, we should be able to do that for each other. I hope you understand. If we see snack, I should be able to pay for you. 
if you make it the culture that I'm the one who's going to be paying every time, then I'll not pay again. Or what do you think? Uh-huh. We say we should do it one for another. Giving precedence and showing honor hmm? to one another. Showing honor. You understand Anna? You see the way you've honored me. You are clapping and shouting. Wow, wow. That is how you should behave towards each other. Some people like visitors more than they like the people who are living with them. Even when you want to choose a wife, you don't choose a beloved or a wife around. <laughs> Hallelujah. You like Esther. Do you know Esther? You go, you go very far to some Mulliganos girl, a girl we don't even know, mysterious lady, strange lady. Me not there are beautiful ladies in the church. You can just easily propose to some. It's an Anna, it's a form of Anna, you understand? And you, the ladies, when they propose to you, don't say, when you look at you and you look at me, can we work? No, don't say such things. It's God bringing you Anna. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. The next verse is what I really want you to see. I want to show you verse 11, actually. That's what I really want to show you. Okay, so let's look at verse 11. Not slothful in business, fervent in spirit, serving the Lord. Remember, he's giving instructions to the body of Christ. If you read from, from verse 8, you see he talks about how that we all have different gifts. So he's talking to people who, who are in church. Okay? And one of the things he says is that we should love one another with brotherly affection. We should prefer one another in honor. We should honor each other rather than fight each other. You can go to a church and everybody's fighting everybody. Even the hallelujah is an insult. Sometimes when the pastor is preaching and says something and you know that your friend has that problem, then you say, hallelujah! Amen! Pastor, preach! Say it! This is an abrobet type of message. So even though the, the pastor may not know what's going on, he's, he's preaching out of his heart. But you realize that some ekutia is going on in the system. That's why he says we should prefer, we should honor one another. Instead of fighting and having malicious thoughts about each other. Can have malicious thoughts about each other in church. Yes. When the person gets a new phone. What's all this? Instead of celebrating the thing. And asking God to give you yours in your time. Jealous, you are rather hurt, you are something. God, as the person shows you the phone, you celebrate the person. Oh, hallelujah, it's nice. As soon as you go home, God, when, when will my time come? In, right in your head, then, then you are saying other things. It's not supposed to be like that. If it's like that, God will not promote you. You must allow lamb to take over your heart. Okay? Someone just gave me a gift of a car, a brand new, the car I'm driving is brand new. And someone just came to dash it to me, one of my church members came to dash it to me as a gift. Very expensive. Now, everybody who has seen it has not said, hey, when is my own coming? No. Everybody, I mean, when people see it, they are even more grateful than I am. Can you imagine? They celebrate, they are making me see that the car is very powerful. That's how it's supposed to be. If you celebrate someone, you also come. You understand? A friend of mine also got a car like that. When I, I just celebrated him. I was not even thinking about getting a car. And then God gave me one. Hallelujah. We must learn to celebrate each other. It's very important. Okay? The next thing he says to Christians, though, is that don't be slothful. 
You understand slothfulness? How many of you understand slothfulness? What is the meaning of slothful? Who understands it? Sloth? Yes. What does it mean? Oh, yeah, Laziness. Have you seen Christians who are lazy before? Laziness is the order of the day for Christians. Most, most Christians. Yeah. It's like Christianity puts your mind on a holiday. So normal things that we are supposed to do, we don't even do. It's a very bad thing. It's an instruction for the Lord. He says, don't be slothful in business. Laziness is okneros. O-K-N-E-R-O-S. Okneros. O-K-N-E-R-O-S. It means sluggishness. Sluggishness. Like the thing you're supposed to do, but you, it's like... It includes procrastination. It includes laziness. It includes slumbering. Like, instead of waking up to do what you're supposed to do, you're just sleeping. You know you're supposed to learn. Exams is coming. You will not learn. You wait for three days. Three days to the paper. Then you want to learn what they taught you the whole semester. Four months ago. You are now trying to cram it. That is why you get mental constipation. You are in the exam room. You know that the question you can answer, but you can't remember how to answer the thing. But still, the thing is not coming. Hey, what a shock. Yeah, so sluggishness. That's what it means, to be sluggish, to be lazy, to be backward, to be a backward person, to be indolent. These are all synonyms of the word Slothful. Hallelujah. Lethargic. No, no, no movement. You are like, you know, phlegm, phlegms. When you move, and you put it down, you realize that it doesn't move. It's where it is. It's where it is. It's like you don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah. He says, as a Christian, you should not be slothful. See, and the word business, eh, it's not the business that we know. It's not the business like selling and you know, buying and selling, uh, uh, supply, demand and supply, provision shop and all. That's not what he's talking about. The word business, let me show you the word, what the word business means, okay? The Greek word is spude, S-P-O-U-D-E, with an apostrophe on it. And it means earnestness, diligence, accomplishing something with haste, Earnestness. You understand earnestness? I went to KNUST. I studied chemistry first, first degree. And I studied business administration second degree. Even though I'm not using any of them in church, it has allowed me to be educated. Yes. So don't say that the course I'm doing, they are not telling me anything. You are being educated. And you use it. That is what will make your mind strong. To be able to combine things. To be able to do supposed to do in life. If you ignore it, you'll be surprised. So don't just go through the school. Allow the school to go through you. You understand what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Or else you finish school and you realize you don't know anything. There are a lot of people who finished university. They don't know anything. They are actually they are so daft. You understand daftness? They are so daft, you can't use them. You can't work with them. I employ people. There are at least 10 people that I've employed. At least 10 people. And I employ different people at different times. To do. University people. They don't know anything. They don't know anything. Because even 
common words, they can't really understand the thing. It's not going to happen in your life in Jesus. Yeah. What does it mean? Um, the first one says, resulting from or showing sincere and intense conviction. The second one says, characterized by or proceeding from an intense and serious state of mind. It has to do with being intense in doing things. Like eagerness has to do with attacking things with vim. What does yours also say? It also means to be studious. To be studious. To be wild. Like be a wild guy. Never. You see, this, this particular thing here, this word that I've explained to you, is a word that differentiates everybody in this life. It's either you are slothful or you are an eager, diligent type of person. There are two types of businessmen. There are businessmen who are lethargic, lazy, slothful. They are just there. Then, and you see, it's like they do things as it comes. You are not going to go anywhere in life like that. Do you understand? Uh-huh. If you don't start cultivating eagerness in your spirit, like wildness, you must be wild. Have you seen a Nigerian before? Have you seen a Nigerian man before trying to accomplish something before? Nigerians, by I mean, Lagos, if you go to Lagos, we don't get out of a truck truck for the tr- I mean it's called it's called uh, 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 we have they have keke keke na pep and they have their truck truck normal truck truck you don't just get out like they don't stop for you to get out you jump out whether you a woman girl boy man grandfather grandmother it's jumping we jump out we don't just and the mate does not sit down the mate is on the on the car like that like a lizard He's on the car like that. It's like when you come to Ghana, everything is slow, slow motion. There's no eagerness. The Bible is admonishing us. Not, you see, and the way it says, not slothful in business. It says, not slothful in eagerness. You understand? Don't be, even in the eagerness, there's slowness inside. So what he's trying to let you know is that, don't even, when it comes to slow, slow things, don't even consider it. Uh-huh. Don't, slothfulness is not something to consider. Even in your eagerness, don't be slothful in your eagerness. Wow. Because in your in your bid to become to do things in an eager way, you can be slow in it. Yeah. You understand? Uh-huh. So if you want to do something, have the mindset of doing the biggest of them all. Okay. I want to have a big church. Yeah. I don't want to have a hen coop type of church. Yeah. Yes. If you are going to be a businessman, then be a businessman. What's the difference? Yeah. If you are going to be, uh, what else? What, what can you be? An engineer. Be an engineer with a difference. Yeah. If you are going to be a teacher, be a teacher with a difference. Yeah. I taught in a secondary school for five years, between 2008 and 2013. And my time as a teacher, I was not just moving around and doing whatever. No. Charlie, we are wild. If you are my student, you have to pass. Do you understand? So don't be, it's, it's scriptural. Like it's from God. He says, not slothful in business. Don't be slothful in your eagerness. Be wild. Be hot. See the way your pastor is hot. Yeah. And you say, hey, let's do that thing. Let's do that. Uh-huh. That type of, have that, that type of character as a child of God. Yeah. Don't be slow. We always, every time, oh, you have a fun check. No, it's not everything that's here, the check. You must be wild. You must be wild. Tell anybody you must be wild. Last year, I was arrested three times. Yes, because of church. Yeah. Wow, I'm wild. As they're arresting me, I'm going. 
I don't know what the is so it's finished. No, we are moving. Let's move. Let's do the thing before something bad happens. Yeah. Let's do the do. I mean, I don't, even in my sleep, I'm moving. When I sleep, I'll just move in my sleep. Like Tell me you must be wild. Yeah. Don't be slow. You are too slow. You are too slow. You are too slow. Everything is slow. Everything is slow. Be wild. What I'm coming to say is something should do, but I do it, even though it's not good. If I'm moving from my car to Kumasi, I'm, I'm there, I'm there, sharp. Yeah, I'm there, sharp. Let's be there quickly and do what we are supposed to do. Yeah. Try, move around, go here, go here, move here, move here, do this, do that. Don't be sitting at one place. They can't say what's the park, what's the idea. So, if you sit at one place, you are sitting on your thing. That's what they can't say. Hallelujah. So whatever you are doing, you must do it with a certain type of drive. It's scriptural. It says love everybody. Then work with drive, with eagerness, with earnestness. No slow motion. Be wild in every single thing that you do. Accomplish things with eagerness, with power, with vim. That's what he's saying. The word fervent means to boil like water, hot water. It also means flow. For liquids, it has to do with boiling. Boiling, like, and it says fervent in spirit. In other words, when it comes to the things of the spirit, don't be slow with it. If you are king in trans, all those of you speak in trans like this. You are not going to get much accomplished in your life. It's clear. The angels will just be looking at Michael, look at you, you say, Gabriel, see this guy. When it comes to the things of God, then boil like you are mad. <laughs> Boy. If you are fasting, fast. If you are praying, pray. You understand? You can take your seat. Remember, I've gone to school. I'm not mad. I'm not mad. I've gone to school. Yeah, I'm married to a medical doctor. My wife is a, my wife is a specialist pediatrician. Yeah. I have so many pastors who are doctors in the church. We are not mad. We are correct people. But we know the spirit. We know the things of God. And we don't joke with it. Yeah. If we are preaching, preach hard. You understand? If you are ministering, minister, do something. Do like be boiling. When it comes to the things of the spirit, you are boiling. Never should it be that you wake up in the morning and you are so slow. You are speaking in tongues. When you wake up, pa, it's the way to go. It's an advice from the Lord. Fervent in spirit. Be aglow. Aglow. Be boiling. Be shining. That's what it means. Be shining. Because it makes all the difference. Though. It makes all the difference. Yes. If you are going to be slow in the spirit, you will not get much accomplished. 
Hallelujah. If you are an usher, be an usher with a difference. Be boiling in the ushering. You are boiling in it. And you are moving the chairs and arranging and nobody is here. Nobody came. Nobody, nobody should do it. You are the one doing it. Yeah, I'm the one doing it. Why should I leave it for you, anybody? I'm the one doing it. Listen, I used to be the one who cleans the chairs, arranges the chairs, carries speakers. I used to carry speaker. Like, maybe... No, this one. No, it was bigger, it was bigger than this. Very big. I couldn't even carry, but I would carry small, small. Carry small, small like this. Carry. Small, then I'll, st- I'll stand. Sunday morning, to do church. Pastor, leader... I was not expecting anybody to do anything for me. Yeah. If you serve God in the in the stick, he will honor you in the open. That's how it is. Yeah. But I go to places and people will stand up and then they are clapping for me. I don't know. I'm like, oh, you people. We are serving God. So the next thing is this serving the Lord. Serving the Lord. And that's what I want to preach about. So, the message title is Serving the Lord. Serving the Lord. This is, my, this is the title of my message. Serving the Lord. Serving the Lord. So, you can be a Christian and not serve the Lord. So it's, very, it's the easiest thing on earth. You see, I'm born again. And that's finished. That's all. There are a lot of Christians who do that. If a lot of Christians were serving God, we will not be where we are now. The church would have been better, it would have been louder, it would have been more glorious than it is now. A lot of Christians don't serve God. So I came to tell you to serve God. You'll be surprised at what to do for you. I'll show you some scriptures to help you. Okay? You like my message or you don't like my message? You like it? Hmm. You can be born again, no? But you don't serve God. You serve something else. Yes. A lot of Christians forget this particular scripture and what it says. That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. This is what you do to be saved. You confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus. The Lord Jesus. And you believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. Look at the next verse, verse, verse 10. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. So it's two things. You believe with your heart, you confess with your mouth. What do you confess with your mouth? What do you confess with your mouth? According to verse 9, go to verse 9. According to verse 9, I want you to read verse 9 to me. One, two, go. The Lord Jesus. So you confess the Lord Jesus. You confess the Lordship of Jesus upon your life. Have you seen it? I'll lead you to Christ if you are not born again. By, before, by the time I end, I would have led you to Christ. But you confess the Lordship of Jesus. The word Lord means owner. If this tablet is yours, and you are trying to call your beloved, You are trying to call your beloved. And the, the tablet decides that I'm going to call your side chick. Do you understand side chick? You are with your beloved. And you want to call your boss and he calls your side. 
What are you going to do? Who is using the phone? Who is using the tablet? Are you the one using the tablet or the tablet is the one using you? It's using you. <laughs> or you want to lie to your mother about something. Don't behave like you have never lied to your mother before. You are looking at me like this. You want to lie to your mother. And you want to call your sister and tell her the lie before you tell your mother. And just when you, you press uh, sister, sister Amma, you press sister Amma, then as it's going, ping, 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 it's going through. Then the phone says, no, let's call mama. Or rather, it calls mama without your, your, your knowledge. And then your mom picks it up. Your mom's voice is normally like your, your sister's voice. So she says, hello. And then you start. The person may catch her mom said, say, 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 say. Oh, you hear she can be bad. Say, she come on the mom the last time. No, I don't make the call club. I call you one or two. What would you do to the phone after you have made the call and realize that this phone called your mother? What would you do to that phone? You throw the phone away, isn't it? That is how a lot of us are behaving in God. You are doing what you like, you are doing what you prefer. You are born again, but you have bad phone for God to use. You have bad tablet. You a terrible person. See the way the camera is taking the pictures. Then something will come out of the camera and come and prick your eye. The camera will say, Oh, person, I don't know. picture. What will you do to that camera? So when the moment you confess Jesus as your Lord, what it means is that Jesus is now your owner. He is now the one going to be using you, not you using him. A lot of people are using God. You only pray when you need something from God. You are coming to write exams. That is when your holiness starts. Preservation law. You are preserving yourself for the Lord. Something is wrong with you. There's something wrong with your mind. You think God is a computer you can throw away when you want to. Your day is coming. I just came to let you know to serve. Listen, you must serve the Lord. You have to serve the Lord. Hallelujah. If you are not serving the Lord, your life has not yet started as a Christian. If you are not born again, you are not alive at all. You are just existing. Do you say thank you to your spoon after using it? How many of you said thank you this morning after using your spoon? To your spoon. When you finish using this, you're like, ah, Mr. Spoon, you're so great. You're so nice. I love you. Thank you for feeding me. Mwah. Love you. See you again in the afternoon. Is that what you did? No. Have you ever done that in your life? No. Why? Why? It doesn't count. Yeah, it belongs to you, but it doesn't count. It doesn't. If it's not the SBON, we'll be fine. Isn't it? Yeah. Even this one is more powerful. Well, it's, not, it's not something you. I mean, you don't say thank you to your phone. Use the phone and you are thanking the phone. Oh, thank you for helping me make a call. What are you talking about? If you are not born again, you are like a spoon in God's hand. God used to accomplish what he wants to accomplish, but he can't say thank you to you. That's how your life is if you are not born again. Your life has not yet started. Yeah. So if you read in Genesis chapter 5, Genesis chapter 4, in Genesis chapter 5, in Genesis chapter 4, there's a record of Cain's children. They did so many things on earth. Some of them were the ones who brought agriculture first into this world. They brought musical instruments first into this world. 
They brought tools for fighting and all that. They got into metallurgy and all that. But their ages are not recorded in the Bible. You can read it for yourself. Genesis 4.20 now. Their ages are not recorded. But if you read in Genesis chapter 5, the sons of Seth, who was the third son of Adam, had their ages recorded. The, the time they gave birth was recorded. When they died, it was also recorded. Why? Why is it like that? Because Cain and his children were not in the presence of God, even though they were inventing things, their inventions didn't mean anything to God. Yes, they were advancing humanity. God used them to advance humanity. But their life was not existing in God's eyes. So God was not counting their ages. Yeah. So if you are not born again, that's how you are. You can be whatever. You can be Bill Gates. You can be Joe. Who? Steve Jobs. Look at how Steve Jobs died. Look at how sad he was when he was dying. He can't do something to prevent death from getting to him. No matter who you are, death will come for you. Yeah. Has been used to advance life. But did his life count before God? Did his life count before the one who made him? We don't know. Maybe he was born again in secret and we, didn't, we don't know. So if you are not born again, your life has not started. If you are born again, you are in Christ. You are in God. But in Christ, Christ is not for your use. You don't use him. He uses you. You don't use him. He uses you. Romans 12, 11. If you have, it's English. Let's read it. You have it. Okay, what does it say? It says, do not be lazy, but instead want very much to work on the Lord's behalf. Continue to work on his behalf as a servant, because you want very much to make him happy. Continue to work as a servant. Hallelujah. Look at 1 Corinthians chapter 7. Let's read from verse 19. 1 Corinthians 7, 19. King James. I'm just trying to, I'm still trying to introduce it to you. Then I will go into it properly for you, okay? Circumcision is nothing. Uncircumcision is nothing. But the keeping of the commandments of God. Next verse, verse 20. Let every man abide in the same calling wherein he was called. He's talking about calling, the fact that we came into Christ. Next verse. Are thou called being a servant? Care not for it, but if thou mayest be made free, use it rather. He says, if God, when you became born again, you were a servant in someone's house. Don't worry about it. It makes no difference. But if you can be free, use it rather. Next verse. For he that is called in the Lord, being a servant, is the Lord's free man. In Christ you are free. Then he says, likewise also he that is called, being free, is Christ's servant. Were you born again free? Were you a slave when you were born again? You were not a, you were not a slave. You were free when you. It says, even though you are free, naturally speaking, spiritually speaking, you are a born servant to Christ. It says, be free as Christ's servant. So we are all Christ's servants. Whether you know it or not, you are Christ's servant. You are born to serve. You are not only born to reign. Greater is he that is in you than he in the world. It's true. There's nothing wrong with it. But there's another aspect where you are a servant of God. As a child of God, you are a servant of God. Whether you know it or not. Whether you like it or not. You are a servant. And guess what? You will be judged on the final day as a servant, not as a child. 
scripture read in the Bible where it says that well done thou good and faithful servant. Did he say well done thou good and faithful child of God? Well done thou good and faithful servant. So the earlier you start serving God and becoming alive to that particular knowledge in your life, the better it will be for you. Listen, there's a war going on, whether you not. Whether you're conscious of it or not, there's a war going on. You may not know, but there's a serious war going on for your life and for the lives of others. A war has to do with people. Okay? It has to do with human beings, human lives. All that we are doing is about these particular things. Who is going to heaven? Who is going to hell? There's a serious war. Behind every door, behind every window are demons and angels alike. Fighting for attention. Fighting to get your life. And it depends on you and your choice. Look at Matthew chapter 16. Let's read verse 17 and 18. And Jesus answered on, and said unto him, Blessed art thou, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood has not revealed it unto you, but my Father which is in heaven. Verse 18. And I say unto you that thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Jesus said, I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Meaning that the gates of hell want to prevent what Jesus is trying to do. What's Jesus trying to do? He's building his church. He says, I will build my church. Guess what? The church is not buildings. Are we in a church building right now? We are not in a church building. So it's not about church building. It's about souls. If you read your Bible, you realize that the church is made of human beings. Human beings make up the church. Yet the devil is also interested in those human beings that Jesus is building his church with. So there's a serious war, whether you know it or not. Yes, that's why Electra may tell you that God does not exist. And tell you that, oh, we all came from some animals, some ape, or an explosion. And someone, a friend, will tell you that, oh, all these things, they are not important. Oh, you need to do this to make money on earth. Yes. You need to sacrifice your mother's head. Yeah, they are, I know someone, his, his house is his mother's head. His car is one of his son's head. The other car is a daughter's head. Yes, everything is by some sacrifice. He doesn't know that he's serving something. You see, you cannot be a human being and not serve something. No matter who you are, you are serving something. You may know about it or not know about it. Oh, serve, you know, eh? you are serving something. So there are various things you could serve. As a child of God, you can serve so many things. So many, let me show you some of the things you can serve, scripturally speaking. You could be a child of God who serves either God, money, sin, yourself, or the devil. You could serve God. You could serve money. You could serve sin. You could serve yourself. Or you could serve the devil. You have to serve something, what, whether you like it or not. What are you serving? The question is, what are you serving? Ask your neighbor, what are you serving? Or who are you serving? Ask the other neighbor, who are you serving? Because according to what I'm saying, you must be serving something. Hmm? Who are you serving? Ask your neighbor, who are you serving? Are you serving God or are you serving yourself? Or are you serving money? Look at Matthew 6, 24. You can easily serve money as a child of God. Very easily. It's the easiest thing on earth. Why are you going to school? You are going to school because of money. Are you not going to school because of money? Who doesn't like money? I like money. You like money. Yeah, I don't love money. I like money. The Bible says the love of money 
is the root of it. He didn't say the like of money. You can like money or you don't like money. Have you ever not had money on you before? You feel like you are sick. <laughs> it's a very serious thing. <laughs> Hallelujah. But you can, you see, the word serve, okay, the word serve means to obey, to yield, to yield to, to be a slave of, to submit to something, to be controlled by something. Okay? That's what, that's what it means, serve. Now, depending on your reaction and your motion to money, it is clear that you are serving money. You can be a child of God, but you are, money is what you are serving. That's all. That's why you have never given your tithe before. Tithe. You give tithe. That is why your life will always be tight. When we start talking about money in the church, everybody's face changes. Hey, everybody. It shows. It shows where your heart is. When you get money, you are thinking about what you eat, what you wear, what you whatever. That's all you think about. God doesn't cross your mind, not even, not even for two seconds. When, we, when you come to church and they are giving offering, you give one CD every time. 50 pesos every time. How much does your data cost? What was the cost of your data? To access uh, 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 Facebook, Instagram. It shows you where you are. It shows you who you are serving. So even though you are a child of God, you are serving money. You are serving money. Yeah. They are child of God who do everything for money. Yeah. Including bending down for no one to live with you. Yeah. You are a child of God. You are not, it's not you are a child of God. Yeah. So that you can get a certain type of thing. So that you can get a certain type of scholarship. Yeah. And all that. Yeah. You can be a guy and you are, you are a Christian but you are gay. Yeah. You are about to something. Because of money. Money. Because when they do that to you, they'll give you money. Oh, you, you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. His life is moved by what money says. Uh-huh. What money says. Because of money. Oh, I need money to do this. I need money to do that. I need money to do this. I need money to do that. Yeah. I need to buy a certain type of watch. When you see a certain type of phone now, then your heart is beating in a certain way. iPhone X. Ish. I need money to go go and gamble. What's it called? Super bet. Yeah. You are in super bet because of money. It shows you who you are serving. It's clear. Do you understand what I'm saying? Where hold on? Were you not existing before super bet came? Were you not living before super bet came? How come right now it's like you can't exist without super bet? It's because of what is in your heart. Do you understand what I'm Do you like my message at all? It shows you who you are serving. You are serving something, whether you like it or not. You can miss church on a Wednesday, miss church on a Tuesday, miss church on a Sunday because of Super Bet. Yeah, because of Champions League, something. It shows you. It shows you who you are serving. And whether you know it or not. God calls you his servant, and one day he will check your life. One day, to see whether you served him, and give you a reward for serving him, or tell you, you're a very foolish boy, you're a very foolish girl. I don't know which one you want. Sit down. Pastor May, come. 
不久，哎，一个大人看。Hallelujah! Hold on, hold on, relax. Bring your phone. Let's say the phone is her service to God, and I am God. And she comes to present her service to me. Try and present it to me. I look at it. I'm like, hey, get out of here. Get out. Start moving. Start moving. Get out. Start move, move, move. I don't see you. Why the angels? Angel police. Carry her away. I don't want to see this girl in my life. Carry her away. It's okay. Come back. Come. Do you see that you were feeling bad for her when I reacted that way? I realized you were like, ah, oh, why is Pastor? Why is Pastor? She has not done anything wrong. Why? 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 Oh, oh, <laughs> eventually. I mean, why? Why is Pastor? You see how you felt? Do you feel bad? Just imagine how bad you feel in heaven on that day when God, you come and God tells you, Master, get out of my face. The Bible emphatically says it. It says that bind that guy hand and foot because he was a foolish servant. He was an unwise servant. When I sent him on net to come and save me, instead of fighting my war, you, you are doing what you want. You like money. You are chilling. You like clubbing. You like whatever. So you are doing whatever you want to do. Come on, get out of my face. Foolish boy. That's what God will say to you on that. You'll be, so, you'll be shocked. Be surprised that even if you are a child of God, God will say, Get out, clear out of here. And the angels carry him away. You'll be shocked. You'll be, you'll be shocked. Yeah. Because God is not joking. You are the one joking. You are the one joking. It's in the Bible. Matthew 22 13. Look at Matthew 22 13. It's in the Bible. So even if you are not in this church, you don't have to be in this church. I just came to tell you that serve God, wherever you are, serve God. Then said the king to the servants, Bind him hand and foot and take him away and cast him into outer darkness. There shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. The talent. He was given something to work with. This is a one talent guy. Bind him hand and foot because he was a lazy guy. He didn't do anything with what God gave to him. We are born unto servanthood. That's the truth. Because you confess Jesus' lordship. Since whether you are saved free or born, you are, God, you are, you are his servant. Money. Money. No man can serve two masters. For either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will hold to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. Straight. Whether you know it or not, you are. Whether you are activated in it or not, you are a servant. Yeah? yeah. You, and mammon is the god of money. Mammon is money. He says you cannot serve God and serve mammon. Look, he says, it's either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will hold to the one and despise the other. So, it comes to money. Okay? If it's a money deal, if something is a deal that money is inside, look at the way you attend to it. Because of, because of money, some people don't go to church. So when you say, oh, it's work. It's work. Oh, oh, it's something. Some people use money as an excuse. I don't have money to come. But if you were going to visit your girlfriend, and your girlfriend was on South Campus, which one is this one? This one is what? South Campus. Uh-huh. This is South Campus. North Campus is where? Where is North Campus? It's the very first one. Uh-huh. That one. That's one. That one. That one. You will want whistling. Oh. Am I lying about what I'm saying? Tell me to say it. 
saying it. I'm saying it. If it's a beloved, or if it's Champions League, something. It says, you will hold, it's what you love and what you serve is what you hold. You hold on to it. What you don't like, what you don't serve, you despise. Yeah, yeah. You despise. What's midweek service? Uh, MC service. What's that? Oh. Let us think. Church is always there. You are serving money you don't know. You are serving, beloved, you don't know. See the way you behave when you are in class. Your lecture is lecture, teaching. Very, very. I pay attention. It's in church you can sleep. Yes. It's in church you can just. What's all this? You are pressing your phone, you are sending messages. Oh, what's all this? I can't even hear the pastor. Well. Oh, Charlie, I did some church view. Some people with them drag me cans from church, be like that. So pastor B, they kick some green top where they talk, talk plenty for here. Yeah. Whether you know it or not, you are serving something. So you can be serving money straight. And God says that you cannot serve money and serve me. It's not possible. You cannot serve money and serve me. It's not possible. It's either you are chasing money or you are chasing me. You cannot do the two at the same time. Can you imagine? You can't do the two at the same time. It's either you are chasing money or you are chasing God. It's finished. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You like my message? Yeah. All those who decide to serve God then. No, listen. There are things I don't... All that I'm wearing, I didn't pay for. Everything I'm wearing, I didn't pay for. Including my wow. ring. Including my ring. I didn't pay for anything. Including my haircut. I didn't pay for anything. My socks, my shoe, my, my trousers, the top, everything, even my singlets. I didn't, I didn't buy it. I don't buy a lot. I don't buy a lot of things. I have three cars. I didn't buy even one. I'm very young. Very, very young. I'm not old at all. I'm just a little over 30. I'm old at all. I have three cars, but I didn't buy even one. If we put all the three cars together, it would be about 300,000 Ghana cities. I didn't buy even one. Why? I decided a long time to serve God. I care about God and His things. Not, not, not food, not drink. No, listen, my kitchen is always full. My kitchen is always full. Always. Always. Let's read from verse 25 now. Go to 25. So that I show you what it means to seek money. Can I show it to you? You'll be, sur- you'll be surprised. Therefore, I say unto you, take no thought for your life. Says, don't think about your life. Can you imagine? Don't think about your life. Don't think about your life. Can you imagine? Don't think about your life. It's just time. You see, when you, when, as you are serving God, eh, you realize it's like, oh, some things are not showing. No, just be faithful. Continue. It's a matter of time. It's like the channel that has gold. As you walk there, beginning of the tunnel does not have gold. But as you walk in, ah, you start seeing the gold. That's how it is. So don't worry, just keep going. All those who serve God. There's a difference. Malachi chapter 3. It says, there's a difference. There'll be a difference. What you shall eat, 
or what you shall drink. And this is not basic necessities. It's what you shall eat, what you shall drink, nor yet for your body, what you shall put on. It's not the life more than meat and the body than raiment. Next verse. Behold, the fowls of the air, for they sow not, neither do they reap, nor gather into bands. Yet your heavenly Father feedeth them. Why? Because the birds, even the birds, serve God. The birds were created to sing, flap their wings and move around. That's all they've been doing since they were born. So God feeds them. But when it comes to human beings, they don't do what God wants them to do. God created us to populate his kingdom. God created us to build his church. That's what Jesus said, I will build my church. In other words, we are supposed to engage ourselves in winning souls and raising those souls and building churches for the Lord. That's all. Oh, you don't understand the message. It's very simple. If you do what God wants you to do, you say that me, God, I will exist for you. My money is for you. My house is for you. My, my time is for you. My energy is for you. You'll be surprised at how God will honor you. You'll be shocked. You jump, jump to 33. Let me just read that so that we can go to the next thing that you can save. There are various things you could save. You could save money. You could also save sin. You could be a servant and not you are sin is your sin is your master. Sin is your boss. Sin tells you where to go and where to come. I mean, I mean when, how, everything, everything, sin is showing you how to live your life. Same with money. Money can show you what to do in your life. A friend of mine traveled to America. Why do people go to America? From Ghana. And it's not because of money. He could have had another life here, but he decided I want to go to America. He's dead now. Oh, yeah, someone shot him. That's what is in America too. Someone can just shoot you for free. You heard of Chris Aptos' wife? Free of charge. Shooting is nothing. America gun is nothing. Yeah, he can just shoot you. Pop, pop, pop him. Pop, pop. You're gone. Sharp. You just drop you. Eight out of ten houses guns in America. So everybody, it's a war zone. It's a peaceful war zone. <laughs> yeah, civilized war zone. Yeah, this guy, he just wanted to, he just wanted to just be, you know, just have a nice life. Be sending money down. So he left. He didn't have God in perspective. He just left. One day after work, he decided that it was this drink up that was happening outside. Okay, it was a, a barbecue night. We started to pass through and see, just enjoy, take a drink or two here and there, booze one or two here and there, and then go home so that tomorrow he can continue. As he was standing at the party with a beer and chicken, he drank the beer, chewed the chicken, drank the beer, chewed the chicken. Someone shot a bullet, a stray bullet from somewhere, went through his heart straight, phew, and he died shocked. So the picture that I received, he was shocked in the death. He was shocked. Because he was not expecting to die. Death comes when you're not expecting. Yeah. Who are you serving? What are you serving? What is informing your decisions to, to travel? I want to travel. I want to travel. Even if you have to go through Libya, you, know, you will travel. Money. <laughs> Struggle. You should see people working hard. Or because of money. When they come to God and his things, say, hey, Charlie, Charlie, dog, dog these things. They work hard to what? Marry a white, a white woman. Yeah. Yeah. 
So that's, that's money for you. See, I will not save money in my life. Say it again. I will not save money in my life. I will save God. Let's look at the next thing. Sin. Save sin. Easily. That's 6 verse 6. Romans 6 6. As a child of God, though, easily you can easily save sin. Easily. Knowing this, that our old man is crucified with him, that the body of sin might be destroyed, that henceforth we should not save sin. From henceforth, because of Christ's death, burial, resurrection, sin has been crucified to the cross. If you read in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 20, the Bible says that he was made sin who knew no sin, so that we might be made the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. So sin has been taken care of. However, as a child of God, you can allow sin to reign and rule in your mother body. So, if you go on, let's read verse, verse 11 into verse 12. Yes, go to verse 11. Likewise, reckon ye yourselves also to be dead indeed unto sin, but alive unto God through Jesus Christ our Lord. It says, reckon, reckon, recognize the fact that you are dead to sin, but you are alive to God. Sin is not a problem anymore in the New Testament. Don't say, I'm struggling, I don't know what to do with yourself. You know what to do with yourself. Every single foolish thing you have done, your mind was alive. You were aware of what you were doing. You knew what you were doing. Am I lying? I've done some wrongs before. My mind was inside. You too, your mind was inside. You knew. You are aware. Am I a prophet or what? Am I a prophet? Look at the next verse 12. It says, let not sin. You, don't let sin therefore reign. Let, don't let sin rule as Lord in your mortal body. That you should obey it in the last thereof. You can obey. You see, to serve means to obey. To serve means to submit. To serve means to be a slave of. To serve means to be controlled by. To render service to somebody. I say it. Uh-huh. So he's telling you that don't let sin reign in your mortal body, that you should obey it in the last day. Next verse, verse 13. Neither yield your members as instruments of unrighteousness unto sin. The word yield means to give your servanthood, to yield willingly. But yield yourselves unto God as those that are alive from the dead, and your members as instruments of righteousness unto God. Next verse. I have to read till verse 16, actually. Let me read it quickly for you, okay? For sin shall not have dominion over you. Sin shall not have dominion over you. Why should sin rule over you? Like you are a refugee. Like you are a baller. When you see the ladies' bottoms, the way it's shaking. To whom to? To whom from? To whom do you belong to? To whom to? To whom from? To whom do you? You realize that? No. You say to God, God, we know you are there. But this one, this temptation, free of time. What a shock. You can masturbate. Your penis is paining still. You become red. Red hot. The guys are quiet. It's a very sad story. Say, help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. Lord. The Lord will help you. You realize that, Charlie? Sin is just controlling you. 
because of sex, you can travel from me. I knew somebody who was traveling. You see, I'm in Kumasi with the person. But sin is controlling him so much that. Like, he's so much of a servant that he'll come and see me and say, oh, Pastor, please, I'm going to Nkoko to go and see my father. Then he will go to Tech Junction. At Tech Junction, they have uh, 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 Nkoko, uh, uh, sorry, uh, Konongo, Nkoko, Konongo, Nkoko. He'll just go and sit inside. Ha! He's not thinking about the accident he could get because of the car he has bought He's not thinking about the money he's using because there was a certain girl be there. If I had sent him to go and do something, go and preach there, he wouldn't go. He would never go. Never. Never. But because of that lady in that corner. So even though he was born again, sin was the one ruling his life. Oh. Ruling. You can be a child of God, and that's all. That's all you're serving. You like club. You know all the clubs in Winneba. Kings and Queens. And what? Satsi. Satsi. The stage. Run off. Yeah, I said. A suspect. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Sin, sin is just controlling you. Oh. You are born again by Tampino and Tampino and Tampino. Mercy, Lord. The Bible says, don't let sin reign in your mortal body. Decide not decide. No, I'm not going to allow this. I'm going to allow God to rule in my life. I'm going to serve God rather than serve this thing. Yeah. Yeah. When it comes to something, God, this one. God, this one there, you, you don't. You understand. This one you know. This one you know. I can't help myself. You are a lady. Travel, you travel, pa. Yeah. You are climbing walls, jumping wells. In the night, you are not afraid of arm robbers. You are not afraid. Nothing. You are just moving. When the guy touches you, zoop, zoop, like you can't help yourself. This morning, one lady, just this morning, the first text that woke me up was from a certain girl. She has two boys who are servicing her continuously. One is in Kumasi and one is in Accra. Yeah. She has a timetable for everybody. This guy will come. Then this guy will come. She texted me and said that, Pastor, I'm tired. Because she, 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 she's serving sin so much that she can make plans, put things together, do everything. Hey, it's not easy. Servant is moving you. Moving you. God wants you to serve him rather than serve sin. Yeah. Whenever you feel like masturbating, decide I'm going to preach the gospel. You hold the thing like this. You're like, no. Let's go and preach. 
It's the gospel. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes. You just take your phone like this. www.x You are always looking for data. Always looking for data. Because every time your data is finishing. Do I know things? I know things. So. I know things. I know things. See, I'll serve God. I'll serve God. I will not serve sin. Then the last one that you can serve, okay, instead of serving God, is yourself. You can serve yourself very easily. Your comfort, your peace. What will make your life very nice? Yes, like, me, I don't like these things. Me, I don't. It's too stressful. First John 2.15. It's an instruction that says, serving the Lord. Serving the Lord. Serving the Lord. How do you serve the Lord? You serve the Lord by being in his house continuously. What you serve, you attend to. Yeah. I mean, this masturbation, you are always attending to it. One guy texted me and said, Pastor, I can masturbate three times, three to five times every day. Then he said, I have become weak. I can't, it has put my sleep pattern. I can't sleep. Wicked masters, wicked masters, when they catch you, they are not going to spare your life at all. Yeah. Abusing. I know a man whose whole life and whole family was destroyed because of bottles. Oh. I mean, it's killing him, but still he's drinking. I know someone who drank air conditions away, drank a whole building away. Just drinking like that. Oh. And like Pastor Mark said, all these things is a human being who leads you into doing them. The devil sent a human being. Yeah. If you remember the first guy who slept with you, you realize that he was sent to you. The way he was able to lie to you and do things and move. And then after realize you can't stop some things. You can you can see a guy and you lick your lip. Name you. Minyana. Hallelujah. Recently, one lady in church came. Pastor, I've been, I've, I've been a lesbian since secondary school. When she got to secondary school, that was what she was taught before she left. Someone taught her to the extent that like, she can't have a, a friend, a, a friend, lady friend. I mean, she can't befriend boys. That don't happen. But when she befriends a girl, and amazingly, the devil always sends girls who are like that to her. Hey! She has become a servant, a slave. Slave. As for feelings, everybody has feelings. Doesn't have feelings yet. You have feelings. Everybody has feelings, including the pastor. Pastor, do you have feelings? Plenty. He has plenty. Everybody has feelings. Yes. But we don't allow our feelings to control us. No, don't allow your feelings to control. Or else to deny you of your life. All these things rob you of your destiny. You are, there's a destiny of God for your life. And the purpose of all these things, money, sin, serving yourself, rob you of it. So that at the end of your life, you will say, ah, with myself. It's not, it doesn't take long to be 50. It doesn't take long to be 70. I remember 20 years ago. 
Me, I remember 20 years ago. How many of you are alive 20 years ago? How old were you? Maybe like two, one, one. You were one. You were nine. Yeah. Did you hear the song? Yanum, Yanum, Muntie, Muntie, Brafo, Brafo, Mini, Onye, Be a woman, Catapedicai, Munamunia, my son. You don't even know the song. But you know Brafo? Yeah. 19 was when Brafo came on the scene. First, hey, everybody was singing songs. To uh, this guy, Tic Tac. Philomena, good singer. Yeah, yeah. Philomena, good singer. Yeah, yeah. Come on. Hey, you are, hey, you are, hey, you are. Oh. All right. This 20 years ago, I remember I was alive. Like this, I was aware of things. I was, I had finished GSS. Yes, I had finished GSS 20 years ago. I had finished GSS. Yes. So 20 years is not far. Before you realize you are 50, like you are 70, you've not done anything for the Lord. Your life is ending. Your life is winding down like that. That's how it is. That's how it is. So listen, me and God. Jesus has an objective. The objective is to build his church. I am going to make sure my life is inside building his church. First thing is me, I have to make sure I am in church all the time. I must be in church every time I'm supposed to be in church. Apart from that, I must engage myself in doing something in the house of the Lord. You see all these people who are dancing? You think they are foolish people? If you can dance, join them to dance. Me, I'm not flexible, I can't dance. We used to dance like Michael Jackson, but he's dead now. So we don't. All these, he's gone with all the dance. I can't dance anymore. Yeah, it's a calling. Some people can sing. Some people can rap. Some people can do all kinds of things. Do it for the Lord. Instead of wanting to do it outside there somewhere and do something like, you realize you're a beautiful girl. Become an usher. Let your beauty attract people to the house of God. Let your bottles bring to church. Yeah. How, how many people came to church because of the bottoms? He says, God will ask you on that day. You ask you, I gave you bottoms, big bottoms. Watermelon type of bottoms. Nigerian coconut type. And boys were following all over the place. What did you do with those bottoms? There's a lady in church who has in his church big bottoms. The number of people she has brought to church because of her big bottoms is noisy. Because when the guys see there, like, baby, what's up? You want me? Say, do you want me? Say, I like it. Follow me to church. They come to church. The pastor will preach powerfully, and they will give their lives to Christ. It's finished. No, 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 no. Evangelistic. I have a nephew. He has started. He will not change. We've said everything. He said, you don't mind. He saw that bottom somewhere. Said, hey, I like. He said, you like? I like. He said, follow me to church. <laughs> when he got to the church, he realized it was my church. Hallelujah. Yeah, God will ask you. God will ask you. Save God with your money. Don't let the offering look like lotto numbers. When after they've counted, you are in church like this, after they've counted the offering because you were in the church. The offering is 44 Ghana cities. 44, like a lotto number. 44, 55, 10. Sure banker. <laughs> Meanwhile, you have 500 Ghana cities sitting in your pocket whilst you're sitting here. Let me tell you something. I told you that someone came to give me a car, isn't it? The car is 
worth around 120,000 Ghana cities. Now, 1.2 billion. That's, no, 1.2 billion. Now, this guy is a member of our church. You'll be 30 this year. Okay? But he's, he has more than a million Ghana cities in his account. He's a small boy. His, his mother he doesn't even know he's rich. Nobody knows he's rich. Because he has not changed his lifestyle. He's moving around like normal, a normal person. But he's very rich. You know how he made his, his money? When he finished school, he came to come and see me. He's like, oh, pastor, I want to work for the Lord. I want to do something for the Lord. I want to use my money to help God. But I don't have any money. So I want to start something. I said, start it. I told him, listen, we use fish to catch fish. We use meat to catch fish. You don't, if you are going to Jujuman for a sacrifice, for money, what do they tell you? You must sacrifice something. Some blood must come, someone's hair, someone's fingernail, something must happen, isn't it? You sacrifice something. It's a spiritual law in the spirit, which God has. They have eh, adulterated it. Yes. So you can't, you can't prosper without giving. So I told him, come and give something to the Lord. Bring an envelope and let me pray over it. He brought five cities. At that time, that was what he could give. Five Ghana cities. This was 2014. One, two, three, four, five. 2014 is not far away. That's just five years ago. So I took it and I prayed over it for him. And I said, go, oh, God will prosper you. Just like that. I spent the five cities. I used it. I spent it. I used to buy some cook and drank it. I didn't need it, but I had to spend it. It's important you allow... It's okay. No. If I say it, it's important you allow your pastor to spend your money. Your blessing is in allowing your pastor to spend your money. Yeah, because if you the Bible, the priests have to use the offering that came. You understand? So don't be the part of those people who call and the pastors are using this to do whatever. You are mad. There's something wrong with your brain. You don't know. There's chocomilo in your brain and you don't know. Your brain is small like Chocomilo or Raiko. Shetomix. Raiko Shetomix. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Please take your seat. So he came and said, Oh, Charlie, God will, God will do it. God will do it. So he started doing his business gradually. First of all, a multinational company employed him. They pay him about $2,000 every month. After about six months or so after that, he was getting a lot of money from there. Then he came to see me after one year and said, if his business is getting him more money, I said, hey, you are paying $2,000. Your business is getting you more money. He said, my business is getting me more money. So I want to leave the multinational company and do it full time. I said, are you sure? He said, yes, that's what. Come and let me pray for you. So I prayed for him. He said, continue. That's how come he's bought a car. This is not the first time he's given to God. Those of you who come to Kumas, you can see a nice building there. It was us who built it. Small boys and girls who built it. Very, very nice place. We built it ourselves. We have one in a car right now. Yeah. yeah. And what you are trying to build here, we'll build it. Don't worry, we'll build it. Though. That's right, we'll build it. You come to science, you look at what's going on. Oh, Pastor, this is 50,000 Ghana cities. This is 2016. Between 2014 and 2000, he could give 50,000 cities for God's work to be done. And then he'll call me and say, Pastor, everything I have is for God, though. Everything I have is for God. He will come and come and give 20,000 to it. And come and give another 20. Like, that was what he was doing. Young boy. He was just 26. 26, 27 at that time. Yeah. Why? Because he's decided that his money is for God. His money 
is not for girls. His money is not for more sex. Because you, eh, if God should give you 50,000 Ghana cities, the number, hold on, the number of ladies you sleep with, you destroy a lot of people's lives. So you will not get that money down. You become a pimp straight. If some money should come to your hand, the drinks, the number of people you cause to booze and die will be so many. Because when you enter the club, it's on me, it's on me. All drinks are on me. All bills are on me. Then the ladies will be there. You will get HIV, you will die. Because you are blessed with that much. So it won't come to you. But when you decide to serve God with your money, serve God with your life, with your energy. I mean, I believe I'll live very long. In fact, I've seen when I'll die. I saw it when I was 20 years old. God showed me to me. You'll die at this time. And I know it. So I know I'm not dying now. No matter what, I'm not dying now. Why? Because I covenanted with God that me, this is my life, I'll use to serve you. Every time. I'll do your work. I'll sing for you. I'll talk about you. I'll say, I'll do everything for you. I'll travel for you. I'm not, I travel a lot. Last year, I traveled more than 70 times between Akka and Kumasi. Driving and picking plane and all that. When plane accident happens, I'm not part. I'm serving God. So my life is secured. Do you understand? If you are not serving God, anything can just happen to you. You can die like a chicken. You can just die like a chicken. Have you seen a chicken die before? A chicken is going to die. It's just moving around. Before she realizes she's in a soup somewhere. So you must serve God. Tell anybody you must serve the Lord. It's an instruction from the Lord. Serving the Lord. Your life must be a life that wins souls to Christ. You are able to lead people to Christ. You are able to raise people in the Lord. Not just attend church. You just come and sit down and close you go away. Nobody knows you. You say you are in church. Nobody knows you. How can you be in a church that you don't want anybody to know you? No, what type of... How can you be in a family and you don't want us to know you are in the family? What type of a family member are you? You don't, you don't say, everyone will close up, pa, 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 you are gone. No. You must stay and interact. Are you understanding my message? Yes, say, I will serve the Lord. Say it again, I will serve the Lord. Last one. Love not the world. There are so many, I could have spoken about serving the devil too. Because you can serve the devil. Even the devil has to do with when your life is used to destroy other people's lives. Like you are now the father of sin and the mother of sin. Because of you, people are offended. Because of you, people are, are slandered. Because of you, someone wants to kill himself. You understand? You are now an agent of the devil. You can be a child of God, but you are an agent of the devil. You are working, you are working in the army of the devil. You supply, you are the one who supplies the drinks. You are the one who, who does the the drink up. The wee cake, you are the one who does it. You are the virgin breaker. Yeah. You supply women. Serve God with your life. Oh. Tell me, but serve God with your life. Oh. Yeah. So, serving the devil has to do with you becoming an agent. You are being used. You impregnate the girls. And you abort everything. You are being used. You are serving the devil. The Bible says, Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man love the world, 
the love of the Father is not in him. What does it mean to love the world? To love the world means to serve yourself because of what it means. Look at the next verse, verse 16. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh. The lust of what? The flesh. So you can allow your flesh to lead you in life. And the lust of the eyes and the pride of life is not of the Father, but it's of the world. The lust of the eyes. Like everything you see. Oh, you don't understand what I'm saying. You do things that comfort, make you comfortable. Very, very comfortable. If you say, I'm going to preach the gospel in Asan you will not go. No, 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 never. Where? Shittim. There's a place called Shittim. If you say, oh, we are going to Shittim to go and preach. You know, Pastor, I mean, I don't do such things. She what? No, no, no. I don't do such things. You are serving yourself. So even though you are in church, you, you, you only do things that you are likable for you. Are very comfortable. I can't send you to go and preach somewhere and plant a church somewhere. Never. But I should be able to do that for you. I should be able to tell you, listen, you, when we're coming, I was telling him, he's going to try, I'm going to take him somewhere else to go and preach the gospel for 10 years. He's interested in serving God. I said, go, go here and go and preach for 10 years. He's not told me, Pastor, I want to stay here. I want to be here because this place is comfortable. This place is nice. No. No. I think someone who has never gone to Takradi in his life. Go to Takradi and go and pastor a church there. He's there. He's pastoring. He's moving. He's happy. Why? Because he's not serving himself. He's serving the Lord. He doesn't know anybody there. He doesn't even know where he will sleep. I also don't know where he will sleep. But I said he should go and pastor there. Okay. Message version. Let's do the message version. You have message. Practically everything that goes on in the world, wanting your own way. Have you seen it? Yeah. Wanting your, your own way. This one is high. Wanting your own way. Wanting everything for yourself. Wanting to appear important. It has nothing to do with the Father. It has nothing to do with the Father. It's just, it just isolates you from Him. Just isolate you from him. Say, I'll serve the Lord. Say it again, I'll serve God. With my life. With my money. With my energy. With my car. With my family. With my children. With my wife. With everything I have. With my education. With my intelligence. With my wisdom. With my work. Every single thing I have is for the Lord. In the name of the Lord Jesus. My money is for you, Lord. My house is for you, Lord. If someone can build a house and nobody, he doesn't want anybody to come inside the house, only him and his family. Yeah? Yeah? You just like yourself. You don't want anybody to come. Yeah? My house is open. And my house is so interesting that you can be walking and you just sleep somewhere. Anybody can just be there. We don't mind. My kitchen is open. Anybody can eat there. Why should you always want to preserve your life? Jesus said that if you keep your life, you will lose it. If you lose your life, you will gain it. God bless you for listening. Keep listening to the word as Christ is made the center of your world. For prayer and counseling, call 024-563-8314 or send an email to info at christworldinc.com. God bless you.